0: Welcome to the New Britain Herald and Bristol Press Stories of the Week. My name is Katherine Shen, and each week my fellow reporter Matt Hornick and I will take you through some of the newspaper's most compelling stories. We will interview guests to give you inside looks at their work and further highlight the best reporting being done in our newsrooms. On today's episode, we will have Michael Dieter, the Deputy Superintendent from Bristol Schools, to talk about the construction of the Memorial Boulevard Arts Magnet School. He answered questions about what exactly does a magnet school entails, what does it mean for the school to be intra-district, and what can future students expect once the school opens. So I'm here with Matt. We got a kind of a cool, I mean, I know we say this every week, but we do kind of have a cool topic to talk about today, right?
1: Nah, I'm, I'm legitimately stoked on this one. Uh, we talked to Michael Dieter from the Bristol Board of Education about the Memorial Boulevard Arts Magnet School project. And we learned a lot. I had a lot of questions and I got them answered. And I think this is a really exciting opportunity coming to Bristol for kids looking for a little different uh, pathway than the traditional English science, math history that you take in school.
0: Yeah, the way he uh, talked about it, honestly, is a little jealous. I'm a little jealous of all the future Bristol students because he just made it sound really cool.
1: (laughs) So the school offers specialized arts classes to students seeking something a little different from the traditional English math history science that we're all used to. And it is set to open in about two years, not this upcoming school year, but the one following that. And without further ado, I can lead you to someone who can explain it a whole lot better. Here is Michael Dieter from the Bristol Board of Education. So we're here now with Dr. Michael Dieter, a uh, Deputy Superintendent of the Bristol Board of Education, and the Chairman of the Building Committee for the Memorial Boulevard School.
2: Uh, How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. Nice to see you all. Thanks for the opportunity to talk about the school project. Yeah, we're really interested because,
1: like I just told you before we started recording, there's a lot of terms here that are very specific to what this school does that we just want to learn about for ourselves and all of our listeners and readers. So for starters, uh, the school is categorized as an intradistrict, excuse me, arts magnet school. Can you just sort of define those two terms, intradistrict intradistrict and arts magnet, and what those mean?
2: Yeah, so uh, first, I think, uh, would be the easier distinction between um, intra and inter. So an intradistrict would mean that our uh, students will be enrolled um, only from the Bristol community, so um, th- this will not be a magnet school um, where we take enrollment from other communities outside of Bristol. That would be a district, meaning uh, feeding from uh, other districts um, in the region and the community at large. Um, our intra-district will pull primarily students um, in grades uh, six through twelve uh, from uh, from the, solely from the community of Bristol. So, in our, so that's the inter intra play, Um, the uh, arts magnet um, is, uh, you know, really leading people uh, to this understanding that uh, anyone that attends the school um, is going to um, be uh, attending um, uh, with the intent of having a very specialized uh, kind of experience. Um, So that experience, um, we've identified some preliminary um, pathways um for our students and um you know the idea here is that uh students that come to um that, that enroll uh in the intra district um, arts magnet school uh will be seeking some level of spe- specialization whether that's in visual arts musical arts tv theater uh production uh creative co- construction so uh engineering design of sets uh making sets and in, uh in the accompanying designs required to put on a production, um, entertainment sports management, so larger event management uh, type specialization, as well as marketing uh, and communication. So um, those are the uh, preliminary pathways um, and it's important to note that we still are in the um, design phase. Uh, so we've done surveys of the community, um, we've uh, surveyed stakeholders, we've had uh, parents um, and guardians weigh in on um, what their interests may be. Uh, we've also looked at the type of jobs, um, you know, that um, tend to uh, provide, uh, you know, for a uh, for a student um, to uh, access, um, you know, uh, post secondary um, access, and then the types of jobs uh, that allow someone to, um, you know, kind of accelerate through a career. Um, and, these pathways all accomplish that.
0: So can you sort of share the process of creating a school um, like like the, the Art Manic school that you're describing? Um, there's been a lot of, I think there's been a lot of conversations throughout the years that we need more technical high schools or more schools mm-hmm. with specialized um, skills that kids can actually take and go beyond that. Uh, can you just talk a little bit about how that came to be and how did, it, how did the decision-making process, what does that look like?
2: Sure, thank you for that question. It's a great question. And I think uh, sometimes, um, you know, we've had, there's been some criticism and some questions about, you know, why an arts magnet, you know, and and that, um, you know, what is that really helping and what's that doing for our community? Uh, But I think if you go, if you circle back to those pathways, you're going to see that they're very rich in design thinking and STEM, uh, so science, technology, engineering, and math. Type thinking. Um, So, uh, you know, when when you really begin to unpack the kind of activities that students are going to be engaged in and exposed to, it does bring you back to a very rich, um, uh, you know, STEM or design based uh, type curriculum uh, and experience. The is with respect to curriculum and program design, et cetera, that's not something that's done unilaterally. So I think it's important to recognize the efforts of our. Uh, Office of um, uh, Teaching and Learning, or Office of Talent Management. Uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, individuals that have, um, you know, done a lot of hard work and planning, uh, both uh, in the prelimin- preliminary stages, and now as we begin to move forward, um, in order to ensure that we're providing, you know, the best experience possible for our students that are enrolled. Um, enrollment in the uh, Memorial Boulevard intra district Arts Magnet School, Uh, will be by lottery, Uh, so uh, there will be a process uh, that uh, families uh, will be, will apply, and then uh, based on uh, the number of seats that are available in any given year, um, will be eligible for uh, enrollment. Once a student is accepted uh, into the program, there's, they have confidence in the expectation that they will have a seat throughout if they choose to remain with us through the 12th grade. Um, they would matriculate through all classes. We do know um, that there will be some uh, students that, you know, maybe start with us and choose something else. So um, over each year, we do anticipate that there'll probably be a small number of seats that will, or spaces that will be um, uh, up for uh, for uh, lottery.
1: So you mentioned this is going to start at sixth grade and go through high school, and that's set to start for the 2022-2023 school year, not this upcoming school year, but the one after, right?
2: Correct. Yeah. So um, if you've been by the site recently, you can see there's a lot of activity going on there. Uh, right now, um, you know, at the construction site, there's been a lot of work done around um, demolition. So, you know, removal of olds. Um, old, old walls and uh, you know preparing for creating the new spaces. Um, if you previously had an opportunity to go in that building you would have seen a uh, a, a pool area um, that was you know kind of uh, on a lower level um, as well as a, a gymnasium that uh, didn't quite uh, meet standards for height and space requirements. So Um, those all of those spaces um, have been we've gone through there's been abatement of uh, any materials that we would want to get out of schools you can imagine a building that's 100 years old um, does have uh, materials in it that we no longer would use or want to have around so that process um, is wrapping up right now and I'm talking you know lead pc uh, lead and uh, other materials that you know we no longer use in construction that's all been taken care of and now we're in the process of beginning the reconstruction phase. So um, you to the rear of the building, uh, there has been an excavation for a new foundation, which will eventually become uh, the gymnasium, uh, which will be to the back of the building. Um, And then off to the back of the building, we also are uh, making preparations for access for uh, stage materials uh, like a shipping and receiving dock with elevators, et cetera, so that if we do, uh, Have an opportunity for which we're hoping for is for expanded community use, Um, whether that be a local production or larger production uh, that we're um, being planful about being able to accommodate that. Um, So, um, you know, there's a lot of very interesting things that are going on in the building updates, and um, it's it. I would encourage either of you to, uh, you know, to get out there and and check out the site. It's 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 a really beautiful building that's going to be improved uh, greatly and and really become I believe a gem or a cornerstone a keystone I should say for uh, the downtown area.
0: Well I love that you mentioned a gem because I think um it's it's not a new concept uh, the idea of an arts magnet school but I think for a lot of people it's it's still quite a new thing. Can you talk a little bit about how um, prevalent these kinds of schools are? Are there a lot in Connecticut uh, compared to the surrounding towns and what would it do for Bristol and students?
2: As far as prevalency, uh, you know, we do know that there are other, uh, you know, performance or um, arts oriented uh, programs uh, through, there's about a handful of them, you know, throughout. Um, And we have uh, consulted and conferred uh, with those existing programs. Uh, We do know that there's a lot, uh, there's a number of students. Um, that reside in Bristol that do seek a magnet experience outside of Bristol. So, you know, our hope is that uh, with this enhanced offering that we may have some students that choose to stay um, and, and, you know, take advantage of the resources that we have here. Um, the other programs, uh, the, the other existing programs have really helped to inform us around, um, you know, those pathways and what we uh, we've selected as moving forward. So we've had the benefit of, uh, you know, having conversations with them about uh, what's worked and what hasn't worked. And we've been able to really pick those aspects of the programs that um, seem to be um, more successful and of greater interest to students. Um, You know, from the pathways that I described, you could see that this could very well be um, you know, a foundation or a, a, you know, jumping off point to a, a, a larger career, whether it's in the performing arts or in the management aspect of uh, performing arts or construction design or, you know, any number of other um, careers. Uh, one recent uh, exciting development is a partnership with our uh, architectural uh, firm, uh, qa Uh, is working collaboratively, uh, obviously with Downs Demato construction, but we have uh, two um, high school students that are beginning an internship um, on the site. And we, over the next couple of years, we're gonna dramatically expand the number of students, uh, both high school and middle school that have some type of experience out at that site um, whether it be in, um, you know, construction or design, um, or any other uh, aspect of, um, you know, building construction, uh, so you know, really from the, uh, from the beginning, uh, we've had uh, that. Uh, creative student experience uh, in mind. Um, and our high schoolers just had their we refer to it as the trailer, the construction trailer um, out on the site. They just had their first um, meeting out there with their hard hats and their safety gear um, to go out and begin to um, you know experience what it's like to uh, engage with, with the contractors that are there with the design team that's out there. you know a project this large, it's a, the concept of owners and, um, and who are the stakeholders expands dramatically, um, whereas most of us, I think, uh, are able to relate um, to uh, more of a residential type construction where you have a person who's asking for, you know, whether it's a shed, a garage, or a house or something like that on a smaller scale. Um, as you scale up and, and you begin to look at a, 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 an endeavor this large, you recognize that there's a lot of people involved um, and it. And it does take a lot of coordination um, and expertise to, you know, to move something like this forward.
1: You mentioned that the building is uh, about a hundred years old yeah. and that provides a lot of cool aspects in terms of how it looks. And you mentioned some of the challenges. What are, could you elaborate a little more on the benefits and uh, drawbacks of
2: refurbishing such an old building? Yeah. So, um, you know, I think, you know, initially, you know, as I talked about, some of the drawbacks are that, uh, you know, the, uh, some of the materials that were used all those years ago either are, you know, are not materials, you know, that we would want to have uh, in buildings now, and, and those have all been removed. So um, we, uh, we have uh, an expectation that we're going to have a building that um, has had, you know, full abatement of all um, hazardous materials, asbestos, um, uh, lead, et cetera. So those are some of the, the drawbacks. Um, I think, you know, as far as the opportunities, uh, we have a really wonderful kind of blank slate or a canvas to, uh, you know, to move forward with. Uh, some of the design building, um, you just can't replicate um you know reasonably or effectively you know nowadays with um you know the grant the theater um and the, the theater space that's in there uh some of the um you know stairwells in the up and down the the uh, lobby area some of the features within the building you know if you are someone who has spent time uh in that building in the past you'll realize that uh there are um there are aspects of that building that are uniquely Bristol. Uh, right now, we are in the process of um, we have uh, uh, created a boxed-out section over the the clock, which was original to the building, the, the glass clock face uh, in the theater. Uh, so that will be preserved and likely relocated uh, to a space within the building, uh, so that it can be, you know, prominently featured and accessible uh, to. Um, anyone that comes in the building, not just people that come into the theater. One of the um, really important features uh, that we're in the process of restoring is there's a large uh, light fixture that uh, formerly was in the theater space. We've done some research on that uh, fixture. Um, It is original to the building. Uh, We have, we do know that it was um, features of that uh, light fixture were forged in the Sessions foundry here in Bristol. Um, and constructed um, and assembled by hand using um, methods that have long uh, you know uh, come to come to pass or evolve and that's happening uh, the restora- majority of the restoration work is happening right here in town um, at a local shop Melnix which is right around the corner from where uh, my offices are um, And we've done some research on uh, both the methodology of construction but also the materials so um, we, we have uh, some of the original glass uh, and we're researching, you know, sources for um, uh, restoration, but updating. So whereas the the frame of that fixture, um, the glass that ultimately goes back into it um, will all be period correct. Um, we'll be outfitting uh, the internal workings with, you know, updated to code electricals, um, LED lighting and some other uh, features that will, um I, I guess I'm, I'm using that light fixture as, you know, the metaphor of really blending both the old and the new. Um, so we're going to come out with a an item that really celebrates the history of that building, but also has all of the, uh, the new features uh, that we've come to expect in, uh, you know, modern planning. And that process is replicated really throughout the building.
1: You had mentioned, or I'd read somewhere that the plan for the school is that students will split their day between their... Specialized classes there and then also take their normal math, history, English yeah. and other classes at their local public school. Uh, yeah. Can you talk about that plan and why that was the route you guys chose?
2: Sure. Um, so uh, another really great question. Um, and I would want to differentiate between the middle school and the high school program. So the middle school, anyone uh, enrolled um, in the middle school uh, program is going to have all of their classes there. Um, right. So six, seven and eight, all their classes will be um, will be held there um we uh, were very purposeful about the design of the um, high school enrollment uh, because as we engaged stakeholders as we got feedback um, there was a um, a desire to um, maintain uh, sort of that maintain that connected you know connectivity and that connective tissue back to students who and colleagues and friends who they've you know come up through the school system with so um, students uh, in the high school levels will specialize those specialized pathways that i talked about those will be the courses that they engage at the magnet um school program their other core um you know for lack of a better description but the core classes would be accessed um, back in their home school whether that's bristol eastern or bristol central um, so you know these students will have the benefit of having you know both experiences um, which will also allow for participation and athletic teams, clubs, et cetera. Um, you know, there'll be um, there'll be some overlap, but there'll also be some some offerings that are unique uh, to all the buildings, frankly.
1: And just logistically, are there going to be like buses that take the kids back and forth in the middle of the day?
2: Um, so that remains to be seen. When I talked about um, you know designing um, schedules and designing the program, uh, we're looking at models that would have either an a b kind of rotation so that we might have students uh, reduce to the extent that we could sort of that midday um, uh, transportation Uh, you know this is this is a uh, that aspect of the process we haven't committed to one uh, one design or the other Um, as you might imagine there's advantages and disadvantages to both Um, but we are looking at um, uh, what's going to make the most sense for our students
0: Not that I want to go back to that era of my life, but uh, the way you described it makes me really wish I was going to be a student at that high school. (laughs) um, And just to wrap it up, I want to also just ask if there's anything else that you'd like to add for our listeners and readers about the school.
2: Uh, You know, just uh, I would encourage you all to, uh, you know, uh, know, seek out as much information um, as you can. Uh, We do have uh, information available on our Board of Ed website. Uh, There's also uh, information available uh, through the city of Bristol's website. Uh, There's a theater task force that is really, that has assembled, uh, that is managing, um, you know, more of the uh, community uh, program aspects. So, um, you know, from our ed specifications, when the program was designed, we did know that it was going to, while it is a school building and it's a school program, we do know that um, there's opportunities for, you know, the community to Um, And we're looking forward to those opportunities for community access and to, um, you know, be able to utilize the space. Uh, Historically, um, I, you know, I've had the opportunity to talk to people that uh, did uh, presentations um, and performances in that building in the 30s, 40s, uh, not the uh, 40s and 50s. Uh, There were some really great productions that have occurred in that space over the years. And I really, you know, look forward to the time when that you know, can continue um, and move forward. Um, we are anticipating another community forum um, at the end of uh, this month, um, and that will, depending on what stage of reopening we're in, um, will either be uh, Zoom or uh, with some limited availability. Uh, but we'll be updating on, uh, we'll be updating the community on. Uh, design aspects, uh, you know, pathways, um, kind of the uh, the evolution of um, what's been going on, uh, you know, both physically with the construction of the building, but also with the uh, curriculum um, design and offerings. Um, and that meeting is tentatively scheduled for um, March 25th, um, and uh, six or six thirty is when that would happen. So um, we'll uh, we'll make sure that we. Um, push that information out to anybody that wishes to join. Um, we also have a designated um, email for any questions, um, and that's building MBIAMS. So, if anybody has questions that they want, uh, you know, that they'd like answered about the building, whether it's the uh, lottery process, whether it's the construction process, uh, hiring, etc., cetera, uh, you know, they can access that through a designated email, which can also be found on the Board of Ed website.
1: Well, Mike, we just want to take you this time to thank you for joining us. This was really informative, a really great conversation. Thank you so much.
2: Well, you're welcome. Thank you for the opportunity. And, uh, you know, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, It'd be nice to do this on a regular basis.
1: Absolutely. And for anyone looking for more coverage, more information on uh, the Memorial Boulevard School and its opening in the next two years, feel free to check out BristolPress.com for all of our coverage, mainly done by Susan Korica. Uh, it's really great work. And again, Michael, thank you so much.
2: All right. Take care. Have a great day. Nice thank talking with you.
0: Thank you. You too.